Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> T.C. Elliott with another episode of the FOMCast. That's right. It's the internet show that is all things FOM. That's FebruaryAlbumWritingMonth.org. F-A-W-M.org. That's right. It's a songwriting challenge. Write 14 songs in 28 days. Does it sound crazy? Yes, it does. Is it fun as all get out? Yes, it is. And we are here today to play some music and maybe even talk about some goings-ons on the FOM.org site. As always, I'd like to thank Burr and company for programming, hosting, supporting the site, giving of their time, unpaid time, setting everything up, and allowing hundreds and thousands of people, not hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of people to participate in writing songs every February. It is an awesome site this year, a brand new site, lots of new stuff coming. Lots of new stuff implemented. It's excellent. It's awesome. So thank you, Burr. And as always, don't forget, buy some merchandise. Go donate. Get some rock cans next to your handle on the site. Get some uh, MP3 hosting from the FOM site if you need it. Go check it out. There's some cool T-shirts. There's a shaker. I've got a shaker somewhere. Where's my shaker? Oh, right here it is. Shaker. Shaker, I got one, got it. It says, uh, what's it say? Bomb.org with a picture of a knob that goes up to not 10, not 11, not 12 or 13. Yes, it goes up to 14. And with that, we are off to our first song. This is Zakoop with the song James Says 44070.
it. That was Zip Goop with James Says, song 44070. And that song number right there, if you go to fom.org, that's F-A-W-M.org, slash song slash, and put in the number, in this case, 44070, and hit return, that will take you to the song page where you can listen to this song again. And you can leave an encouraging comment saying how much you enjoyed listening to it on the FOMcast. That's right. Right to the actual song page. And let's see here. That song was downloadable. I know that because I downloaded it and played it on this very FOMcast. And you got to love a song that is tagged James Brown. Absolutely awesome. For my next song. We are going to listen to Calix with the song People, 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 Person 
And that was song 48833, You Are Beautiful. And I thought that song was beautiful. This next song I was going to play the last time but ran out of time. It is Devin with the song Your Venue is Lame. on your and I should be grateful that you opened my Promotion, but you want your seat. So you stalk my Facebook, count the folks that I've told. So I've invited all my friends. Our wallets kiss your ass again. Your venue is. Stifled artistry falls from my tear ducts. At least my fans can't see it all, cause the lighting here sucks. Farm going. 
Uh, well, it's going pretty well. I'm a little bit behind. I've got seven up right now, and I'm going to be working on number eight tonight. I was actually doing a little bit of work on that right before I called in. So we'll see. I should be able to make it to 14 still. How about yours? I am at – I have seven up, and then uh, Shoe Pixie has added me as a collaboration on a acapella posting she did. Oh, and nice. Yeah, so I'm – trying to take and she said she'd redo the vocal but she i'm trying to take her vocal and then do music under the existing vocal which she's a a pretty good singer so that isn't as hard as it might be but what i heard in my head and what i thought worked great when i recorded it and tried to put it together it was like okay i'm not doing too well so uh (laughs) in the next day or two uh, I'll be putting that together. So I, it says eight, but I've only got seven. And then uh, John Crossman and I are working on a collaboration, which we've pretty much got the song written. I think we're going to do a melody tw- a tweak, but uh, I sent him a rough version, and we've kind of gone back and forth with some tweaks, and then we have to record and do harmonies and go back and forth and post it. So it's it's well in the works. So I'm on, nice. I, if you add all that stuff together, I'm – I'm almost exactly on pace. Yeah, it's supposed to be, what, nine songs that you're doing a song every two days at this point? Yeah. Yeah, at the end of yep. the day, today. So. Yeah, yeah, you'll be on t- right on track. Have you have you uh, signed up or participated in any challenges or the weekly challenge or the uh, skirmishes or anything like that? Um, I signed up for Acoustis' time challenge, but then the song I wrote for it kind of went off in its own direction. So I counted it anyway because it started based on that, but I don't know if it quite met the challenge. And I did the weekly challenge number one, um, but I haven't had anything come into mind for the other two challenges. So probably be stepping in for those. I might do a skirmish too if I run too low on time near the end. Yeah. I usually uh, do quite a few of the skirmishes. I I find – I enjoy the pressure, and I also like taking the title and trying to get a unique take on it that maybe most of the other songwriters or all the other songwriters wouldn't wouldn't necessarily take it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do enjoy that quite a bit. But this year, I've uh, I've not really had the urge, and uh, I don't know if the last year the radio show uh, Januarius actually did most of the work. He he picked out the majority of the songs I helped. But all the controls and everything were him. All I had to do was uh, wake up uh, at an unreasonably early hour and then get on Skype in time to mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk, to listen and talk. And there were there were times where there were songs I heard for the you know for the first time on the show. Actually, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But this year, kind of doing all the song pickings and all that, it's uh, it's a lot more stressful and time-consuming than I realized. Um, yeah, it's impressive that you can stay on track still while doing all this. Yeah, I I, uh, I enjoy it. I, I definitely enjoy the show, and I, I really enjoy sharing the music that I find that I like with other people. Um, but it, it changes form a little bit, and I think in one way, in some ways, it's better it's not necessarily bad changes, but it, it definitely is different. But uh, I'm pretty happy with most of the songs I've done this year. So that's mm. unusual <laughs> by itself. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the, yeah, enjoying, uh, enjoying this fall. I, I can't believe it's over halfway. Uh, over I know already. it's crazy. It always goes so fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. And now that there's so many songs on the site, I was really amazed the first week I would listen to, uh, a couple of songs, and out of the couple of songs, I'd already have a couple ready for the foam cast. I mean, it was, you know, there's a few that they're, you know, the, either the recording quality is a little down, or, or you can't really hear stuff that, that you even, whether you like the song or not, doesn't make it a difference. You can't really play it on the foam cast. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, I've, I've been hitting them uh, at a huge rate, where in years past, it, it took a little bit longer to, to find the songs that, that I really, really liked. Um, but I think I think part of that is, is me changing, and, and part of that is the site and the recording is up. And I, mean, I, I just I just think Fawn's at a new level this year, at least from what yeah, I've seen. Yeah, definitely. There's been a lot of really, really good stuff this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't open up the songs page without getting a, a good group of, of, uh, of excellent songs. Just it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, 
have you been able to do much listening? Yeah, um, I felt really bad, actually, because for a while there I got behind on commenting. So over the last few days, I've just been doing a bunch of listening and commenting. I almost doubled my comment count in the last two days. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I've I've stayed pretty consistent, but it, it's definitely there are days where I come down and and I'm my focus is all right for the next hour hour and a half I'm going to listen to songs, and then what that what that generally does for me is I'll after listening to a bunch of these great songs and and even if there's stuff that doesn't really strike me there's there's always something that gets me thinking or something I appreciate or or it, it's just really creative and before long I'm stopping the the listening process and I'm starting to pick up the guitar I'm writing down ideas or or something has has got me in the creative path work uh, versus the listening path and uh and I I think that that's kind of helped uh with me enjoying the songs that I've written and they're all real similar. I want to say similar, but they're uh, acoustic based and they're all sad tearjerker songs. And, you know, I, I don't want to do nothing but that, but, but I'm happy with the quality. So, yeah. So, well, let's listen to another song. You want to stick around for a little while? Yeah, I'll be around. Awesome. Let's play uh, a song and then uh, we'll chat some more. This next song is song, Four five zero nine one. It is Valerie Cox with her song Nothing Much. Four five zero nine one. Valerie Cox with her song and nothing much. And Colton, you still there? 
still here. Awesome. I was wanting to ask you, how do you uh how do you typically if there is a typical, how do you how do you start the songwriting process? So since I do pretty much all electronic music, typically what I do is I pull up a synth patch and just kind of play around with it on my keyboard or I'll, you know, pull up a drum loop or something and just kind of play around with it. And then when an idea sets in, I'll start building up around that. And usually I'll end up writing the chorus first. And then I kind of take that apart and try to create the verses from that. Although I've been trying to change that up a little bit because I, in the past I was really, really bad about uh, harmonic progression and trying to get my chord progression down. But yeah. I start picking up a little bit of guitar, so now I might try to figure out the chord progression on the guitar and then translate that into um, the synths and the pads and everything. Yeah. Um, have you had, uh, and I'm just throwing this out there, have you ever had somebody do like an acoustic guitar version of one of your uh, more synth-based songs? I haven't. That would be really interesting. Yeah. I. Uh, that might that might be a challenge out there. Uh I think uh, that would be an interesting look at because uh, a lot of times uh, when I hear synth-based music, and I'm not a big connoisseur by any by any stretch, but um, a lot of times I get lost in the sound of the track and the arrangement of the track, and the mm-hmm. harmonic structure and the, like the chord progression in lot is not the most uh, it's not the thing in the forefront. But a lot of times it's very interesting because of it, because you get a lot of nuance and a lot of, uh, I guess, more subtlety than just strumming an acoustic guitar and going to the next chord, which you know is basically what I do for the entire poem. Uh, that that sounds intriguing to me. I I think that would be yeah. fun to do. Yeah. A couple of artists I listen to have done that, where they've done just like acoustic guitar and vocal versions of their tracks, and it's always an interesting twist on it. That might yeah. actually be a fun challenge, like take an acoustic song and make a electronic yeah. arrangement of it and then do the opposite with an electronic song and just try yeah. to arrange a song using the complete opposite instrumentation. That would be awesome. That would be that'd be cool. I'd love to listen to, to that. So you hear it, everybody. Get together, start trading covers because <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> um did you see uh, where I was in the forum and he had uh, the VST plugins? I think he has a synth and a couple other of his own that he's giving away for free to anybody who no, wants I to use them. No, I missed that. Yeah. Um, what was the name of that thread? I have to look that up. I think it's use my VST or use my plugins. Actually, I probably have it. Oh, maybe I have it. Let me look. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. On the radio, we are looking and reading at the forum on farm.org. Um, Free gear? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just uh, found it here. Awesome. I'm downloading it right now so we can see what they are. You're you're faster than me. I uh, I downloaded them. I actually installed them. In, uh, I use uh, Reaper. And, uh, yeah, challenge, use my VSTs. Is that right? Yep, that's right. And he's got uh, them at a Dropbox, at his Dropbox account. So anybody that wants to go and do that, uh, if you're not able to get there and are listening to this later, it's fom.org slash forum slash topic slash 5094. And that will take you right to the appropriate thread where Sai says, maybe you've heard me talking about this, but I've recently made four VSTs, which I've been using a lot during this fom. And, uh, and uh, I, I listen – actually, I have a reason for bringing that up. Uh, the next song in queue in just a few moments is a track Cy posted using his synth VST instrument. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, I actually commented on this song, and uh, in the thread I said, I grabbed them, I might even use them, kind of being a snide guy that I usually am. And so after I commented on his uh, – on uh, Cy's – song post uh there was a comment back on my soundboard that said maybe this will if you like it so much maybe uh maybe you'll actually use it so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and i fully intend to explore it i'm not big into i i've used a little bit uh some sense just a little bit um but doing primarily acoustic based songs or even uh i guess guitar based songs um 
incorporating them into that is a little different. So it's either all electronic based or or not for me. And it, it, I've had a hard time incorporating the things that I do like into what I usually do. And I think that it might be a if I could ever get there and be happy with it, it might be a really really cool and uh, a sound a little more unique than what I usually do. So. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, and I didn't really look. I looked at them briefly. I don't know what the other ones are. I know I read it, but, but my intention is to check out these plugins and see what they're all about. So. Readme says one of them makes vocal type sounds. One of them is the harmonicifier designed for basses, and then there's hmm. a ring modulator and a lo-fi sound that simulates a bad radio signal. I'll have to play around with these. Yeah, I like the idea of the uh, the. Uh, well, actually, all of it, I could see. Um, I'm really curious about this bad radio signal one. Yeah, I was I was thinking I could that that could be used as a as a cool effect a, a lot of different ways. Yeah. You know everything everything from uh, acoustic guitar and vocal track all the way up to to just about anything you can think of. Um, and I think using that like there's been a couple of times where I've done like a, let's say more of a rock track or electric guitar track where I've wanted that radio effect on the vocals where you kind of cut mm-hmm. the high, the highs and the lows and kind of give it a kind of a, a mid or upper mid sound to it. And uh, there's been a couple of times where there was a, it's not an exciter, but basically a distortion plug-in. Actually, I think it's one that uh, Jazz, who's in the, uh, in the on farm and in the chat room quite a lot. I think he actually, uh, put together and gave it to me and it, it just kind of dirties up the, the track a little bit and kind of adds some distortion if, uh, or at least some some fuzz to it and uh, I've used it a couple of times just to dirty up a vocal that wasn't you know just to give it some character and mm-hmm. uh, and I think if you have an effect like that the, the cool thing to do is find the effect and then use it in a way it wasn't intended to and and see what you come up with, and that's a, a really w- good way to be creative. And I hear that a lot in a lot of synth-based and electronic music, where you're taking one effect and then you're trying to get it to kind of manipulate it to do something else. Um, yeah, that's not the fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, let's listen to to the song. How about it? Um, Sounds good. Awesome. This is song four five zero one one. Sigh with. This is what you do. with 
This is What You Do, song 45011. And Colton, are you still there? Yep, I'm still here. Awesome. Great. I think that's uh, pretty cool sounding. Yeah, I'll have to go back the and check that one out and so I can get the better quality version of it. Yeah. Yeah, the the blog talk radio is probably not the best uh uh fidelity to use uh for songs as far as the good quality. And that's one of the things with electronic music, a lot of times you get really good sound quality. Um and a lot of times there's uh maybe less quality used in certain uh, sounds or certain effects on purpose, and it's hard to kind of get that difference and get that full effect over, you know, the radio with compression or, or that that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I think in the I, and it's been a little while since I've seen the song, but I think in the liner notes he said he used that uh, that synth VST and the and the thread that he listed uh, as the primary uh, sound generator in that song, and uh, I was I was pretty impressed. Yeah, it sounded like there was a lot going on there. Yeah. So, so hopefully, even even somebody like me can get some usefulness out of out of the synth. <laughs> I I have a I have a hard time, even when I want to, of being that creative. And I don't know if it's patience or ear or I don't know. It I find it amazing how how creative. A lot of the electronic music is, especially on the FOM site that I listen to. Uh, when I sit there with one and I'm like, oh, cool, one neat sound, beep, and then, you know, I'm done. I I don't know what to do next. I think it's just a lot of practice, really, because once you get that one neat sound, then you have to find the complementary neat sound to go with it, and then you just build up from there. Yeah. Do you find uh, that... Uh, is it is the does the sound kind of dictate how it's used or how you go with it or do you find a, a rhythm or another element that kind of leads you down the the path of creation or how's that work? A lot of times I'll have a sound in my head that I'm trying to aim for and if I can get oh. pretty close to that one then I'll usually look for things that'll complement it. So hmm. I like to think of it as kind of being a visual thing. So um, you know this sound has this frequency range and sits right here in the mix. And then I can have this same sound with the same frequencies if I pan it to the left or right. And then I have to have another one with different frequencies to fill in these gaps, things like that. If I just have a sound that I like, then I'll also do the same thing with that sound and find things that kind of fit around it in the mix is what I try to do typically. Okay, so you're actually kind of arranging by by frequency or by spectrum. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I mean... Uh, if I listen, yeah. If I listen to it, it sounds like there's enough on the high end, I'll go and look for something that'll fill that gap up there, things like that. Awesome. Yeah, um, I've been mixing more the last year um, using, um, well, like uh, Stephen Wesley Giles had a couple of uh, songs he let us use the tracks of. Yeah, those of, were really you? good. Yeah, and uh, I really liked doing that. And one of the things that, uh, you know, that I pay a lot of attention to is, the uh, the EQ or the the spectrum and what masks what and I didn't think of it as much from the other way although that is kind of what arranging is regardless of of what type of music it is it's complementing parts and and complementing ranges but for his it's taking stuff that's already there and kind of carving out and making existing things come out and the way you're describing uh the creation process you're actually starting with just one spectrum and or frequency and then building around that to to a more full sound and uh that's that's a i think that using that idea going into a mix or into an arrangement is a really good idea i think i think that could really cross over into rock or acoustic or even sing, singer songwriter type of music so if you're doing it that way, you do have to be careful not to overdo it, though, because sometimes I find myself putting in too much, and then eventually when I do get to the mixing part, I'm like, well, I should throw this part out because it's you know too much going on right here, things like that. Gotcha. It's like writing is the building portion, and mixing is where you cut out the unnecessary parts. Uh, gotcha. That, that makes sense. I think, uh, I th- I think uh, the way you're describing uh, your creative process is very similar to the way I kind of describe my creative process, but it's from a, a different aspect. But in a sense, it's the same aspect. And that's mm-hmm. like a painting. You start with 
you know, one line or one one brush stroke, and then you build from there until you get this final thing. And when I'm sitting here with the acoustic guitar, I'm starting with just something, and then I'm trying to fill it out. You're, it sounds like you're recording as you go, where I'm trying to kind of get an idea, and then I put it down on tape. And a lot of times that what I end up with isn't a fully realized, uh, it's more of a sketch than a painting, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that is I the nice that... thing working mostly in the box is it kind of records as you write it. If you have other instruments you have to bring in, then yeah, you've got to play them and then actually record them in there and you know make your recording sound as good as possible and all that. Yeah, that's that's cool. I I know it's subtle, but I hadn't really thought of it that way before. That's that's cool. <laughs> it doesn't it t- doesn't take much to amaze me, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Let's play another song and see what's going on here. I have song 48603. This is Land with Time. That was song four eight six zero three, uh, and it was called Time. And I think we have Colton back. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Awesome. You've got the uh, the will and the way to keep me company on this voyage through the songs. <laughs> oh, let's see here. So. Is there anything exciting on the site that you've noticed that you'd want to share with our listeners? Anything going on? Any threads? Any Anybody we should check out? you have any uh, recommendations? Um, not, yeah. Not to pre- I'm not sure how to pronounce his username necessarily. Indivisto and uh, Siren. Hmm. I would definitely recommend checking out their stuff if you haven't already. I don't think I have. Oh, you haven't? They make some really, really good synth pop. Um, it's like some of it's kind of hip hop laced, some of it's synth poppy. 
it's just really, really good stuff. You should check it out. They've been collaborating for, I think, this is maybe their third fawn. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Do it again. Um, it's MDA Vista or MDA Vista, and he collaborates with Siren. Okay. I am going to... Oh, excuse me. I'm going to have to do some searching for that because... That sounds awesome. Yeah, you should definitely uh, check out their stuff. Sweet. So we will. Just trying to think of. Trying to think if there have been any crazy forum thread discussions that haven't already been brought up on the podcast yet. Yeah. Um, it's kind of at that point where it's quieted down for everyone to try to get their psalms up to fourteen. Yeah, I noticed this this uh, in the last week from from last Wednesday to this Wednesday. Um, uh, and maybe it's my perception too, because I was a little more busy than usual. But I didn't see quite the activity around that there was, um, which is normal in the middle of fall for for things to to quiet down. Um, and I think I think it was Burr that that made mention that you can get up to like a quarter of the songs posted in fall just in the last three days, as people are trying to finish everything they've started and get everything up on the site. So there'll be a a flurry of activity, but you know. You can usually get I know for myself, I can usually get two uh two weeks of going down to the basement and, and hiding and, and kind of ignoring the family to an extent before uh I have to start making it up to the wife and the kids <laughs> and the, <laughs> at that point I've gotta okay. I owe you some family time. Yeah, I know how that is. My girlfriend is pretty much an official farm widow. Ah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's it's amazing how that's one of the things that uh you know there's a lot of farm culture you know uh, zongs and what what does that and uh farmlings and what's that and, and a lot of little things that it takes a little while to get accustomed to or acclimated to but uh farm widows and farm widowers is one of the things that everybody understands like almost immediately <laughs> it's, it's just like uh-huh. three days in you're you're three days in. You've had one frozen pizza, and you come up for air, and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute! Everybody's gone. Oh crap! I'm supposed to be a perk, you know? Some, something's going on here, and and uh, and everybody understands it immediately. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Do you uh, do you do fifty ninety as well? So I tried one year to do 5090, but I just can't keep the momentum going. Um, so I haven't tried again. I might try it sometime in the future. We'll see. 90 yeah. songs is, or no, I guess it's 50 songs in 90 days. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot harder than it sounds, even compared to FOM. Yeah. It's it's actually, the 50 and 90 is actually a slightly faster pace than what FOM is over a three-month mm-hmm. period, over 90 days. So it's really, you know, a lot of people say, well, FOM's the sprint and and 5090's the marathon, but really 5090's actually a faster pace, just just slightly. And mm-hmm. uh, but the thing I like about 5090 is it, it's 90 days. So if I go in for two weeks and I'm doing all sorts of crazy stuff and posting this and posting that, and then I need to take two weeks off if I'm going to, on a family vacation or if work gets hectic, I don't. It's fine, no big deal. And then I come back two weeks later. It's 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 still there. It's not, it's it's not like like I feel like one day if I have to work late one day in February, it's like ah, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna make that time up and, and write a song or 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 listen to other songs or or do something? But in fifty ninety, you've got that kind of luxury to, you know, whatever pace you need to go at is fine. Plus. Now I'm I'm very competitive. I always say I'm not worried about the the fifty songs, and I always strive for it no matter what at the end i'm always frantic doing it but this last this last 5090 was the first time i think i got i don't know 14 songs or 16 songs last year which is the first time i wasn't in the 40s or 50s or 60s or i think one year i got 70 songs or something it's like i don't know it's crazy 
I, I love it. I like it, but it, it's a lot more sparse and there's a little less community because there's a lot less people there. And so it's kind of a different beast, even though it's kind of really similar. But you get a better chance to really get interactive with, with the core group that's there. So there's a lot of pluses to it, but it's also right in the middle of summer, right in the middle of everything else going on. It, it, it can be a big challenge, too. So Maybe I but, should try uh, doing like a song a week for it and then see if it just kind of infects me and drives me on to 50. Yeah, I I like the idea of, and I tell, I think I definitely didn't come up with it, but I tell this to everybody that questions fourteen songs in twenty eight days or fifty songs in ninety days. It's like it's like write one song and post it up. That's one song you wouldn't have had before. You know that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a success if you think about it. The minimum that you can do to be successful is to be there and listening to music. And then the next step up is to get one song written and post it up. And then after that, get two songs up and post it up or, or meet somebody you can collaborate with or, or find music that you really like. Or, you know, there's, there's always something there other than just getting the number that's, that's rewarding. And, uh, I, I really think that that's true. The, the community is more important for Falm and 5090 than anything else. That's what draws me back every year. So. Speaking of that, um, did you see that we have somebody <coughs> on FOM who was originally just around the site to be a listener and has now started posting lyrics and collaborating? Uh, was that um, Pop Mythology? Is that right? Yeah. Um, he did his first collaboration actually with Sapient, which turned out amazing. Oh, you awesome. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm, going to, I'm going to write that down. And it's downloadable, so if you want to put it on a future FOMcast, Oh, sounds sounds like a challenge. Pop mythology. <laughs> and you say with Sapia? Yep. Awesome. Then I know I'm gonna like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sapien's awesome. I actually yeah, he got does to meet amazing stuff. Yes, he does. I I got to meet him a couple of years ago at Farmstock when it was out. When it was in Wisconsin, just outside of Madison, and uh, that was a a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, he he traveled a little bit farther than I did to get there, actually. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. Um, well, I guess it's time for more songs. That that is after all, all why we're here. Uh, I'm going to sure. play an, uh, another song. It's four eight five seven nine. This is Rob's with Funeral Crasher. Funeral Crasher by Rob S. or Rob's, song 48579, also known as Rob from Amersfoort, I believe. Oh. And? That was hilariously infectious sounding. <laughs> I love the hook in it, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
I listened to two or three of the songs he posted up there, and honestly, it was hard to pick just one. I really like the sound he's got, uh, but I couldn't resist this one. That was just perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good. That's sometimes the best part of the Fawncast is going around and listening to the songs um, because it forces you to set aside time just to listen that I think in the past I didn't always do. Last year I did, but, but before that, not as much. So it, it's it's kind of cool mm-hmm. discovering the... the um, finding... And it's something I haven't done for for uh, probably about a week, but hitting over and going just to the farmlings, just to the, the new riders that are first year farmers, uh, you can really find some really amazing and creative stuff that way. That you know, there's it's completely new, and noticing what the interaction they have with different people is pretty cool as well. So, because I mean, there's some people that have been around for a long time that I've. Uh, like my first year, Nancy Ross took kind of took me under her wing and and kind of encouraged me when when I was you know struggling. And uh, Hoops has has been nothing but nice to me. And 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 watching who they interact with and watching some of the people that have been around for for years and years and years and how how they interact with the new people it's pretty interesting. Sometimes you get some good stuff. And uh, the reason I say that is I'm planning on having a a one of these Fomcasts be a collaboration Fomcast where I'm going to play all collaborations. Um, so that's a good idea. Yeah, I've got uh, probably four or five of those of those songs um, picked out already. So, looking for some more. And I did not realize it, but I have talked too much, and we are only a minute away from the end of the show. Can you believe it? Wow, that's crazy. It is. I had all these short songs thinking I was going to be struggling for time, and here it is, the end of the show already. Well... Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. It, it was fun chatting to you. And uh, you're you're here in the, I'll say the Midwest. Are you in uh, the KC area? Is that right? Yep, Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City. And I'm from Columbia, Missouri. I'm located in Columbia, Missouri and have been for like 20 years. So we're, you know, 120, 140 miles away from each other. So, yeah, not too far. Yeah, one of these times we'll have to absolutely have to meet up get some people together and I'll have to buy you a drink. (laughs) Well, thanks. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And everybody, that's the FOMCast. We will see you Sunday at the next one. Have a good fall.